is Austin Work looks like a Ragnar. Oh, I'll take Vikings. that. I'll fucking take that. That's the Viking King. That. I'll fucking take that. I'll take I, Ragnar Lothbrok in a. In a okay. He's a, he's a badass dude. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know. This is From the Ground Up, the story of me starting my reptile business. <laughs> All right, From the Ground Up, number 34. Today we are with Austin Warwick. Perfect, perfect. Right on. Tell us a little bit of what, what you keep. Uh, I keep uh, mainly uh, Morelia, uh, Brettles Pythons, uh, Brisbane Coastals. I've got some inlands. A um, couple ball pythons from a previous venture when I first got into it back Ew. when I was a little bit new. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. They're they're good. I I, I still enjoy them. I hatch yeah. and clutch out probably every other year. Uh, nothing crazy. Usually I just use them as a way to get people into the hobby. I'll hatch like a clutch of six and kind of give them away to people. So I don't sell them or anything like that. But so is that where you started? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I. Uh, yeah. I started uh, uh, with ball pythons. I kind of I got out of the Navy, and uh, uh, my brother bought a pastel, which actually is one of the two that I've still got, and uh, kind of started a collection of ball pythons, something crazy, like 15, like nothing nuts. And uh, Ready to take over the world. After about two breeding seasons, I was just – I was uh, – I don't know. It just seemed like you're always chasing and chasing stuff and your success wasn't ever good enough. You know what I mean? Like it just kind of, you gotta, you gotta spend $10,000 just to get, you know, your place in the hobby. And then even then, you know, 50% chance, no one gives a fuck anyway. Exactly. Exactly. And then like someone, what I noticed this year is someone hits something really cool. Mm -hmm. And then the next year they make, 200 of those like no one has their own yeah yeah, no one has their own corner of the of the market so i think it's real hard for people to get started in that but um so how long ago was that and i think was it i got out of that 2012 it was 2012 so i kept ball pythons for two years two breeding seasons I did the whole grow them up fast, the horrible way that you're not supposed to do things. Oh, yeah. Just like like the, the, the way that you just don't do stuff, you know. Uh, so I definitely, like, I've done st- I'm I've got my faults, you know. Like, I've done no, bad yeah. stuff. No, yeah. I mean, everyone. So, do you think there was pressure to do that when you first started with uh, Python? For me, like, uh, I, I'm only pressure on myself. I don't think that there's pressure in the hobby. You know, maybe a little bit. I guess in ball pythons, maybe, because you – they're, you're constantly chasing that next big thing and you want acknowledgement, you know, and that's not really yeah. what I like. Like I liked reptiles before I got into ball pythons, you know, so it felt like I was kind of chasing, but it's a good way to know. get people. Yeah, into it was it cool. Sure. It, it's cool. It's a nice entry species. I know some would contest that, but I think it's a really good, uh, entry level species. So, well, if you're inquisitive enough to go from there, I mean, that's always a good yeah. thing. So yeah. obviously you're someone who gave a shit enough. To, and you actually liked snakes. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really get into Morelia. That's what I like about it. You don't really get into Morelia unless you give a shit about snakes. Yeah, yeah. No one's looking at it like the next investment and stuff like that. And it was really, for me, it was like a, like I've always loved reptiles, but I got into the ball pythons real hot and heavy. It was after my, uh, my motorcycle accident. I lost my leg, and I was in bed like 
couldn't do anything for like months, you know, so all I was doing was online and just research and reading about all kinds of crazy stuff, joining forums and just doing as much research as I possibly could on, on what, not just ball pythons, just any kind of, uh, 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 pretty much large constrictor, but, uh, it, it helped me get through that. And then whenever I was able to get around and do stuff, it was, I hit the ground running cause I had all this information and some money and it was, it was, it was a nice little uh, jumping off point. It, it was yeah, it made it sure. easy for me. So, yeah, I mean, once you start getting into the research and being like, there's so many other options out mm-hmm, there, and mm-hmm. even for captive bred stuff. I mean, in the United States. So, what was your first jump into Moralia? Uh, Bridal's pythons. It was my Harris line female. Uh, uh, her name is Ariel. I love that snake. She just shed out. She's uh, she had uh, she maternally incubated a clutch for me this year, so she's bred two years in a row. Uh, she uh she's no matter how far like any kind of line breeding i do and i may get rid of some adults she's always gonna she's always gonna be there like in yeah. my collection she's secured a spot you know what i mean so there's uh, always those yeah. ones especially the first few that you never want to get rid yeah. of yeah she and she's just like she's a harris line so it's not a it's not a line of brittles pythons you see out there a lot you know it, it's it's i would say a lot of people have a fours now. A lot of people have uh, the LASIK line and the price line. Uh, but the Harris line, you don't see it floating around too much. So I'm kind of a weird guy as far as I'm like, take all those and mix them all up. That's like, what I'm doing. Take the cool shit. Because yeah. I see you do a four. You do a fours and, and Harris. Uh, That's and what Harris, my last right. two clutches were. And uh, I actually, uh, I've got some undocumented, uh, uh, a trio that uh, Jeff Back gave me. Uh, they're mean as they're mean as shit. Breadlie, dude. Yeah, usually dude, more they're, docile yeah. than most. I got my other. first like adult bite from a breadlie from the one of the adult <laughs> males he gave me, and it was like a it was a legit bite, and I was like, dude, what what is going on? You know, I I don't yeah. know. I think that they just he's he got them from a guy that didn't handle them very much, and uh, so uh, he uh, but there there there's a the female especially she's a. I don't like we're I'm assuming it's a LASIK line because that's just the most common but I'm not going to say that's there's, what it is because I don't know so many yeah, there's snakes. only so many that it honestly can be. they probably derive yeah. from the same shit exactly. anyway exactly but she's got a re- she's got that like stereotypical bread lie like where the t- first two-thirds is just like that nice bright red with low blacks on the on the cream uh, banding and stuff and then the last third of her tail is just melanistic it's just mm-hmm. black and so I would I would like to take like a a good holdback male that I've got from these last two clutches and breed maybe breed out uh, with her and see see what what happens. I I just like kind of throwing stuff at good quality stuff and yeah. seeing what happens. I'm not gonna just mix stuff to mix stuff, but like just because she's undocumented, I don't know what line she is. Yeah. She's obviously a purebred Brettles python. Like she's yeah. that, like <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. You know. So yeah. I'm not worried about any kind of like uh i guess lineage questions or anything like that other than for the for the most part if you have a bread lie you're not going to just on a whim throw it with something else and if you do you're throwing a red python to you know something totally different color exactly exactly and you can tell like i've noticed that you see you'll see like on on some of the facebook pages like like what is my snake you know and every once in a while you'll see some that it's like it's like a high percentage coastal, and you're like, dude, there's bread python. There's someone mixed a coastal and bread lie together. That is definitely when you put bread lie. You can see it, dude. You can see it. Yeah, they look good. They look good, but you can like 
but you don't get the red. All you get is the pattern and you get the, the head structure. It seems like that's what carries over is like that nice big bulldog head that the, mm-hmm. the Brettles Python has. And, and then you get the kind of the speckle on the back and then it breaks into the banding. And that's what I, that's how I notice it, you know? Um, I was just about to ask for those who don't know much about Brettles, like what makes a Brettles python, a Brettles python, if that makes it, you know, like corn snake, you can describe the head. You were just talking about the head a little bit. The so like, head, the what head. What other features make a Brettle? Meaning if you don't know that it's a red snake that goes down into black, I it's, mean, like explain what it is exactly. It's yeah. mainly the color. Like it's a red, it's a brick red. I mean, you're like in the wild. I've never been in the wild, but the pictures I've seen, uh, it's a brick red snake. Uh, it's got a cream, sometimes yellowy, more on the yellow side, make, maybe like a honey wheat banding uh, that starts about two-thirds of the way down the body. The first third up to the head, it's got like speckling or spots kind of up to the base of the head. And then just like your standard carpet python uh, head pattern, you know. Uh, it's, I mean, there's a little bit of uniqueness to it, but I don't know how to really describe it. <laughs> I mean, would you say that it's – Probably a little bit more heavy bodied than maybe a jungle or yeah, definitely more heavy bodied than a jungle. They're 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 a bigger they're on. I mean, they're bigger than most Morelia. In my from what I've heard, I think it's what coastals and Bredlie are the largest of the Morelia. I think diamonds are right there towards. The I mean, I would love to know. Three, maybe inlands are up there too, but inlands get pretty. They're not too huge, they're man. They're, they're they only stay in like from what I've read and seen, five foot range. I mean, that's big, you know. And they're they're kind of laterally compressed, from what Nick's told me. So, uh, but I've mine are still neonates. They're not even a year old yet. So oh yeah, I, I've got I was just throwing that out there, but you have inlands, yeah. don't you? <laughs> You have all the cool locales that, like, um, the mutation dudes just kind of throw to the wayside but yeah. are so much cooler. And inland is so much cooler than an Exanthic Coastal. I think so. I, I mean, mean they look just thing. as good, if not better. But, I mean, you can get those blues in there. So and People are always asking me, like, about, like, morphs. Like, uh, like are you going to get into the Brettles Python morphs? But that's not really, like, that's not my bag, you know? Like, I can't, yeah. like, like that's what burnt me out on the on the uh, <laughs> no one that's, cares that's what burnt me out on the um, uh, ball pythons thing and mm. I really like the slow game dude I like I like being hatching out a clutch of 20 and then you're gonna like get... you got that one that's just pops you know that that one that you're like whoo you know yeah and I've, I've got a whole back female that uh that is, it, it's the only one I'm holding back from the last clutch. Everything else is up. I think know, people look past um, the different variation in the same snake, even if it's a wild type, if they're doing all the mutations. It's like if you're just looking for the next mutation, then you're not furthering the species as far as the wild type. So you can take a bread line and take it from a creamy colored, like light red brick snake yeah. and try to get those real dark yeah. reds in there and mm-hmm. even more black stuff like that so and the inlands you can try to get that more of a blue yeah. look which and is even one inlands got some reds in them it. too which is really neat you see some inlands they get this like red in between the scales or some of them just have outright red you know well uh, i you don't see a lot of it in the states most of the people in the states have more of the stuff that goes towards the blue side but like you see some of those guys out in Australia that they've got some crazy red stuff, you know, and it's like blue and red and, and black. Mm-hmm. And what what is that? And it's pretty cool. Inlands, I think, out of all of the the stuff that we've got here in the states, that they just it's such an untapped like 
I guess project. You know, no one's really doing any. I guess uh, what's time, his name? Uh, dang it, Tim Tindall's got some crazy. He's got the Morelli. He won the the calendar contest this last year. Oh, I'm not. Dude, I'm not familiar. You gotta you gotta check out some of his stuff. He's got he's doing some line breeding, but like he's one of the few guys that are doing anything that's like well, notable on line breeding in the states. With with a lot of these. I mean, you're waiting three to five years. Some people just don't give a they're fuck enough patients. to wait yeah. that long. So people would rather get some instant gratification. Yeah. Okay, what's a bread lie? It's the same Jesus thing. Christ. <laughs> it's a sna- It's Who a carpet python. It's Who a different species of carpet oh, python. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a... It's Evan's a, say, Evan said, what's a bread lie? And Evan said, who is that red-bearded, bald-headed fucker? <laughs> uh... Uh, it's just it's a it's a it's its own species of uh, uh, Morelia. It's not a subspecies. It's actually got its own. Uh, so so species. the jungles would be Morelia, okay. Spilota, shiny eye. Okay. I've heard that's that said a bunch eye, of different ways, but I've only ever heard of chain eye. So sh- <laughs> shiny eye. Oh, you say and shiny then, eye? That sounds so much. And weirder. then Morelia Spilota Spilota would be like a diamond yeah. python. Okay. And Morelia breadlai. Which That's just a full is species. a full species. Okay. Bread li- and it just doesn't sound. Is it one word? Yeah, B R E D L I. Or some people, you'll hear people say bread. Breadles. I say breadles. I, I switch it Interchange up. Interchange it. Wait, those yeah. are the same thing. It's the same thing. It's just a pronunciation okay, see, thing. That's been confusing because yeah. you said breadles and then you say breadline. Yeah. Sound, I and I don't even know what's I right you were to be talking honest. About completely two different things. I don't even okay. know what's right to be honest. None of us uh, speak Latin, yeah, and yeah. someone made it up. So no, I, think I don't it's fucking know. It's a dude's last name it's who the dude's tried last to put. Name that uh, discovered it. I'm pretty sure. But I mean, you just put an I at the end, so. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I think his last name may have been Breadles, yeah. but he just put I at the end yeah. to make it Latin, of course. I, don't, I have no <laughs> because idea. Because that's what makes everything that's Latin. Make Latin words. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if um, like the corn that used to be, they used to think it was an emery to a corn snake that was in um, East Texas and Western Louisiana. His last name was Slowinski, right? But mm-hmm. it's got to be Latin, so it's Slowinski I. <laughs> so it's double I at the end. So it's like, you know, if there is an I at the end, you need another I at the end just That's to funny. make it an I. Slowinski I. <laughs> so it's yeah, hilarious. Robert Breadle. Okay, so they did just put, put an, an eye, eye at the end, end of it. it. See? There you go. Interesting. I mean, people just want, you want to get to that level where you can put your last, your name, last name on it. Are you going to have a word snake? Uh, unless somebody else coins it, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like that's like, I don't know. I try to, I've got a big ego to begin with, so I try to like keep that shit in check. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Like I feel like that would just make me a super douche if the, I just like the was egos like, are pretty rampant in yeah. this whole industry. I know, no but reason, I don't but. exactly like. I don't want to be that guy. It's you know, snakes. I don't want to no be that guy. Fuck, you know, snake people, dude. When you're like, the, I believe, you know, y'all are talking about it takes three to five years to put into all these things. So I kind of understand someone who's like, I put so yeah, much it's a lot time of work, into man. this, like. This is my name. Yeah, I want yeah. the rest of the There's world part of me that there's part of me that wants to do that, you know, but then it's like it almost seems like it would be better if someone else did that for me. Like if someone started calling it if they call yeah, it like the rage line, line. If they're like, it's the yeah. rage line, you know, that'd be cool. You that's know? a fucking dope yeah. name though for the yeah. line of Brettles yeah. that's gonna happen because you want it to happen. <laughs> yeah. But you're yeah. just gonna throw hints out yeah. there until yeah. someone there starts calling it the rage line. <laughs> so now everyone can refer to your animals as the rage line. <laughs> But I mean, I, I've I've got a couple more I've got a couple more generations before it's known as anything in my opinion. Uh, 
Yeah. I mean, I mean I've got a way that I've got something that I'm trying to get to. You know, I'm trying to get to this. Uh, the Afors is a really like it's a pretty bright red snake. They call it the poor man's hypo. You know. Yeah. And then the 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 Harris line is really dark brick red. And like when it's in shed, it looks horrible. You know, like it's not a, a brown it, snake. It just or... looks brown when it's in shed, but when they come out, they're this just beautiful brick red color, and they've got a lot more black around the cream banding like outline. Or, that's kind of your standard uh, natural look more for a wild type pie, look. like wild type look. Yeah, so like you've got that black around the cream, and uh, where the afors has kind of been line bred out, that stuff's been stripped from it. So what I want to kind of do is, my goal is, I don't know if it's going to happen, but my goal is to take that red from the Afors and just kind of inject a little bit of the red with into the Harris so that it just kind of pops it just a little bit. I don't want it to lose that deep red completely, mm-hmm. but I, just a little little pop and then take that black that goes around the banding from the Harris and put it on the Afors and try to get that nice 50-50 split, you know. I, I like the you also natural need look, to, you know. You need a line breed it enough to where he can be like, oh, I can tell this exactly. is the rage line. Exactly, you know, exactly, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of – there's not many people who have been successful multiple years in a row like you have who may have a collection where you're almost doing exclusively bread lie at yeah. least – you know, you have people doing it who have thousands of animals in their collection. Yeah, I definitely don't have that large of a collection. So it's like you're much more focused on just that species, even though you have other stuff. But, um, you know, you're still in a very narrow niche as far as, you know, carpets go. I was going to say that I might be a little biased because we're in Texas. So we hear mostly about Texas. But, like, anytime brettles come up, Austin, you're the only person that anyone ever talks You know, about. the only one in Texas. Yeah, sure. and uh, Nick Mutton's got that corner like market market or the that market corner but he's also got to contend with hypos and yeah. the different well, he's, he's got all that stuff and, like and he's he's proved the stone oh, he's the out. he's he's the, he's the freaking forefather for sure. of barrels pylons for sure you know i just i just dig them man i i really like them and i think that there's still room to uh to do some line breeding you know i don't want anybody to think that like i'm that guy it's just because i've got people <laughs> like you guys yeah and and evan and 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 mark and everybody that knows that that's what i'm into and so they help promote me you know and that's what it's about you know like having a network of people that like oh i know this guy he's got some good he's got some good shit let me let me throw a bone his way you know yeah so i don't know and i know we went to uh we went to a table this um nerbc and we were like Mm, bread lie and then we asked the guy like is that one of austin's animals and then he's like yeah and then i'm like that's really nice but i know that austin has like 20 better ones i'm sure <laughs> was, like, it at, like, was it at the uh, it was at dfw yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, it's I like if him, it's I, there I then that's your worst that, one those are I my like, i gave them my like my wor- I, I hate to say it which, no, which no. they're good animals there's nothing wrong with them but it was like the worst three out of the clutch <laughs> i was like yeah because he, he i was walking by there and he's like hey man we'd love to have some of your 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 bread lie and i was like i know let's work something out and like they don't know what i've got so i'm like i'm gonna pick the ones that i'm not doing anything (laughs) with and just like the non-contenders you know and i was like that's nice like i'm really considering getting a bread lie but like why am i looking at this i know like where i could get it come over to my house and pick one out of the rest yeah exactly so i mean what the fuck is like you kind of confused me sorry um okay number one ian Said, what's up, guys? What's up, Ian? On Facebook. I don't know if you're still watching. Also, just wanted to let both of you know, uh, someone is watching, I can't pronounce that name, Valiant Faint, I guess that's how you say it. Uh, She or he, don't know who it is, lives in England. 
So it'd be cool to ask questions about that. And you, let, you guys think of those. It's just cool to have someone from other countries. Yeah, well, really cool. Harris line love is what's coming from the UK. Yeah. The bread yeah. lie as far as that's that goes. Uh, okay, Paul Harris. So, well, Valiant Saint, do you know anything about Harris? Harris line. Well, yeah, I mean, so he has a Harris line, which came over probably from Nick Mutton. Yeah, Nick Mutton. I got brought it Nick over Martin. from Paul Harris, who's yep. in the UK. Yep. Is he so. still producing yep. for the UK? Yep. Paul Harris? UK Pythons is he's the, the his guy. Company. He's so. the dude over there. That's, so him and Nick are yeah. basically the two big guys in the U.S. and the UK, and, and they they're going back, back and, and forth. forth. Yep. So we're mixing up all the lines that you know, just making more lines available to everyone. But I mean, most of this stuff came in through Germany back in the day. Because mm-hmm. um, Australia is a little bit closer, and I guess us, Germany, the Germans are crazier than us about smuggling <laughs> shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> or or Tom Crutchfield liked bearded dragons more yeah. than he did Moralia. So I guess you know that's well, just crazy. It's easier to. I don't know. I think on. I'd rather get chomped on by a snake than a than, than a, a beard lizard, beard. dude. I, I think a, a lizard could do some damage, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's where we got. You know. All this stuff, honestly, if you're looking at Paul's animals, our animals, they all come from the same ship because it's not like everything's open. It's not. What the hell are you doing over there? It's not like. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's not like you know we caught these out of the wild here. I mean, they're all coming from weird situations, so it's hard to say. Like you trace it all the way back, but it only goes back so far because someone did some sketchy shit yeah. in 1970. There's, there's no telling so. like how pure anything is, any of that stuff. So yeah, so I think that's it. Gets real fucking silly when people are like, "Oh, this is pure jungle." Well, it's like this is pure jungle to my greatest ability yeah, as yeah. far as i can prove this out to a certain degree otherwise know? like it just looks nice man fucking yeah. get over yourself okay. but i'm Sorry. all about purity but then well, again see, i was about to call you out on that like if nothing's really pure if all you know then why do you care you i care anyone i've ever met pure, care so much about purity yet you say nothing's really pure well, it's not nothing's really pure. It's that you can't prove that it is. So to not my 100%. greatest ability. Yeah. So I need you to show me. To a certain impl- I'm to- sorry. Evan was on our live stream on a date with his wife right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to know that's- he's on the date. Oh, oh, nice. Priorities. Evan- You're going to get in trouble, boy. <laughs> my wife would have slapped me. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> well, last time, last time we were on with Ryan like two weeks ago and Evan like messed up his bicep and he was fishing on the live stream. Oh, yeah. like, hey guys, I'm headed to the ER. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> so yeah, Evan's always in dubious situations watching the live stream. But, I'm usually uh, like so, putting my kids to bed. Someone said, would you consider a LASIK VPI jungle pure? Oh. I don't know shit about jungle, so I'm going to leave so, that to you. LASIK, I mean, you're coming from Cover Girl. You're coming from all the best jungles back in the day. VPI, they produce jungles. Yeah. Uh, they don't have the best-looking jungles, but, I mean, that's – I mean, those are old-school lines of jungles. I mean, if those aren't pure, then none of ours yeah. are pure. Yeah. So, I mean, take it as it is. It is and what the it jungle's is. jungle's a coastal <laughs> anyway, right? Uh, that's rough. I think so. <laughs> um, well, look at my look just, at my look at my Brisbane coastal. Tell me a jungle ain't a coastal. That's true. When you're looking <laughs> at your Brisbane's, but then again, 
I mean, your jungles are all the way in the north of Australia, and then Brisbane's the all the way I south. I get it, man. I get it, but I, I, I'm an advocate And then yellows are the still argument. coming out. But then yeah. you, you look at some IJs, you could say that's a jungle too, because some of those motherfuckers. But are their yellow head structure is different too, though. Like it's not just like. Like the jungle head structure, it looks the same as a coastal head structure, you know. Yeah. But like uh, uh, IJs, they look different. Like, well, that got whole a different like look to on them. a different continent, yeah, man. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's just thousands of years. It depends yeah. how far you are. I know that from... they're. Di- I know that they're they're separated. But like, if you're gonna not give inlands their own species, like inlands are very. The inlands different. should have their own species, dude. They're complete. I'm it's telling you, so, having them, they're red different. Red is the only one where you're like, yeah, that's definitely not, but. I mean, that's just based on color. On the other structure, you're pretty similar. The head is different. I, I, like in the in the body, like how how their body is, is it's it's different. They're, but they're I mean, more laterally compressed. like we were talking about before, if you look at the Australian uh, olive python and yeah. then your Papuan olive. Oh, that's a completely olive, different thing. Like you can be like, fuck, that's, that's not close. That's a whole different thing, yeah. So it's they like, may be related way, way back. But it's, it's different in degrees to where you're like, you know, green trees are now Moralia and they yeah. weren't before. Yeah. They have a little bit of a different head structure, but you can see where they're going with yeah. that. So yeah. it's like there's just way too many. Uh, it, it's all going to be redone anyway yeah yeah it's all gonna be split well, 10 years together, from now we're gonna split. be having the same conversation with different just calling different it shit. fucking different yeah, whatever yeah. i okay, whoever the fuck. whatever i <laughs> i have a question the i have a question about that also because at naarbc which by the way if anyone doesn't know in dude i was building i had i was building uh juvie racks and i was too busy man i couldn't make it i just couldn't justify it i, I tried they, they, i just they, couldn't get they, it they missed out all they, the cool they, new ball pythons yeah that's what i heard i wasn't too sad that i didn't make it at, um uh, so uh, NAR- there was bread there and it was yours so. narbc is a is the okay let me get this national association of reptiles breeder conference no. <laughs> no wait north, north american, american reptiles breeder conference yeah, got yeah. it okay that was this weekend it is the biggest reptile conference in texas um and joe and i went checked it out on saturday I didn't get to go on sunday um but naughty oh but when we were there you bought two books and one of the books you bought was like from the 90s like super old and the whole time you were going through it you were like making fun of the names and like this doesn't exist anymore yada 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 but y'all sit here and you say in 10 years i feel like you you judge names but you're acknowledging that shit changes so much so i don't understand like why well judge so hard when you it's would... more of making fun of the fact that we changed name i mean it's not us it's we're kind of making fun of ourselves because <laughs> we're sitting here like. well we are because we're sitting here like i'm i'm debating like head structure and stuff but really, it just boils down to it's the people. It's a fucking that are, snake. Yeah, it's a snake, and and you, you're gonna draw the lines. You're gonna draw, in my opinion. And I mean, you know? if we don't mix them, then it doesn't matter. If we yeah. do, it still doesn't matter. People still do and it. There's hybrids that I think are dope as fuck. They're always the like, nicest. So that I hate. Yeah. See, see, like I'm, I'm not one to do. I'm not gonna do hybrids. I'm, I'm a purist guy. But I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and say that I've not seen them. That I'm like, dude, I would totally have that in my collection. But if you put diamond, jungle, and cultural together in the right mix, you get a fucking fluorescent. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and just... they look sick, you know. But I'm not. That's not my goal. Like I, I don't. That's other people's. That's other people's thing, and I can appreciate it. And I don't hate on hybrids at all, man. I, I think that there's. Like the stuff that Bill's doing and and that Tony have like have you have you ever been over to Tony's place? No, I've seen his carpondros on Instagram. He but. has a 
sick collection of Carpondros that he produced himself out of like, like his collection is awesome, dude. Yeah, like, it's uh, it's really cool. And then he has Pop Wins, which you mm. also have. So We're I get to that. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should be good at that line. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's hard to say. I want to explain what it is to people it's like it's like a way more badass australian olive python it's Whoa. like it's like an australian Whoa. olive python if they punch it in the face and then made it ugly no you know? no 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 if they decided uh, to cut off its nose uh, their, their head their heads are like like more bulldog it's kind of like squished but that's why i like the brittle pythons because their heads are kind of got a meteor bulldog look to them so maybe that's why I like them better because they right, got that in common. Have a meteor yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, they they color change. I don't know. Do Aussies do, do they do you, do they color change? Gray, and then you may get a little bit yellow, olivey. But the pop wins, like the one I you saw, saw this that, weekend, was very yellow, like green, mustard kind of like, colored, like a like a like a Dijon mustard. Was, that's the way I. It was that, a little dirty. Yeah, little, dude, I've got pictures. Uh, get on get on my 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 Facebook page, plug, and you'll see. Plug. I'm not rage I'm not, beard <laughs> rage beard reptiles. You'll Check see it out. my female. Like I had had her for about. Uh, uh, I don't want. Hold on. Hold on. Just hold on one second. I need to plug my my uh, associate my my no no my <laughs> my associate and and good friend and mentor Doug Elrod he's a he's a partner in that project with me uh, uh, so uh, I, I got a shout out to him just <laughs> because he's gonna be watching this and I get I'm gonna get home he's my neighbor he's gonna be like what the fuck man fucking credit <laughs> you didn't give me any credit that's our project so. Uh, he's he's a he's a joint member in that so project with was me. He so interested before you drag him in. Oh, he's an animal biologist. He's a PhD in animal biology, and he's a professor. At so he gets to name animals. He gets to put eye at the end. No, of the no. <laughs> I bet. I mean, he could if he, he could. was out in the field. But he's a he's we a professor. A he teaches out of college. But uh, uh, <laughs> you guys just come over to my place. That's what you need to do. Is come over to my place. He's we my talk next about him. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, uh. What was the original quote? I got, I got, I sidetracked, I sidetracked myself. I sidetracked myself, but they're really badass, man. Like I, I'd had you want another beer, by the way. I just, I grabbed one already. She got me one. You're like the only one that's kept up with me so far. I did. I, 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 Mark had like one and a half. I drink hard liquor, man. Like I drink whiskey on the rocks. That's, that's, uh, uh, huh? Yeah, but I drink like six, and Ryan <laughs> drink like three. Dude, I'll crush it. I'll, I I I don't mess around. Um, but uh, they're they're badass. I had them for I had her for a month, and I opened her cage, and I I pulled the hide out, and I was like, holy shit! I mean, she was like a mustard yellow cut, like a golden, like kind of that color that you see on Moluccan scrub pythons, like that weird iridescent gold color. Uh, and I was like damn i gotta get her i took her outside and it didn't i thought it was just like the lighting because i got that led weird color changing power strip Whoa. so i thought that like the, the i thought that like the i whatever yeah. setting i had it on was like fucking with the way she looked mm-hmm. and i took her outside and i was like no she i'm seeing what people talk about with pop ones they go like 90 percent of the time she looks like an olive green snake and then every once in a while it, it, she just changes and you're like Dude, what in the what is this? It's crazy, dude. It's it. It's only happened once since I've had her. But um, question. Okay, I feel like anytime we're ever talking to someone about olive pythons, they think like their brain goes to pop one. Why do you think people's automatic 
thought process is Poplin versus Australian olive pythons. I don't know because they're more Australians are way Australians. No, are... it's happened multiple times. Like I feel like almost any time it's like or and on Instagram well, they poor taste. on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, on Instagram I when I see I pictures of that. the olive, it's a pop one. Like I very rarely, unless it's someone he follows like from, from Australia, I feel like it's a pop one I see on Instagram. And I, I don't know a lot of people that have them. Like, uh, the, I only know a few yeah. people, and I'm a member of the Liasis, the Pop One Liasis group on Facebook. And there's like a couple people here and there, but if people have them, they're, they're real low well, key about it. No they one's don't talk breeding about them, it. are there? Is there anyone there's a captive people. breeding? There's a few people. I actually talked to a dude about two weeks ago that he has a clutch. Yeah, he hatched out a clutch of like 11 or something like that. And so. But they, they, they command a, a captive bred pop one commands a pretty penny. Like it's not. Yeah. I mean, all I see is people with wild caught adults. And I yeah. mean, obviously people have good success with wild caught adults, but why aren't we seeing people breeding them? It's just cause they get 16 foot dude. They're, they're a big ass snake. Like it, yeah. it's, it's, and they're friendly, you know, but like it's a, it requires a lot of space. You and know? just like I was explaining to Melissa, like at the end of the day, like five of us give a fuck. You just happen to be around like the the like yeah, three yeah, of us yeah. every once in a while yeah, so it's yeah. like like we're arguing about olives and poplins but we no, only give a fuck no yeah, yeah. there's a, there's even like australian olives i feel like people love them but i know like three people maybe in the country that breed them because just no one gives as many fucks what owen's got some and then you've got some and but he's they, he's uh, not breeding yet he's so trying he's, he's nick he's, nick's breeding nick's, nick's breeding. got nick's got um, albinos is, is jeff yeah, Nick Mutton. Yes. Yeah, he's yes. Nick Mutton is like the main like, dude. Any, I swear, Australian any stuff. species we talk about, it's like, oh, Nick Mutton, oh, Nick Mutton, oh, Nick Mutton. Like, the, just, the he's the guy. Like, he's the, he's everything? like the he's like the <laughs> godfather of Indo-Australian species, man. <laughs> like, like he just does so much. He he does the research though. Like he know like it didn't just that he has the shit. It's that he, he wrote know, the fucking book. Yeah, he bitch. wrote the book. Like Fuck he knows he knows what he's talking about. Like he really knows. He spent the time to, to research all these people. He's that the these real deal. Have, like, when you're traded hands with, like, if you've ever been on the phone with him, it's almost overwhelming. You're sitting there talking to him, you're like, dude, I, what? I, I lost track of what you're saying about five minutes when ago. Starts, Shit. With the first Shit. time he says Pleistocene era or yeah, whatever, you're yeah. like, what the fuck is going well, the, on? In the Pleistocene era. <laughs> <laughs> A little lost. But it's like. But that information is is stuff that people like you and I and people that are just getting into it. That's in, it's invaluable invaluable. shit, man. You have to have like, in order to keep something that's more complex than a ball python or a corn snake, you kind of need to dive into some, you have to, you have to. And like, uh, if it wasn't for Morelia Python radio and Nick mutton, I wouldn't have had a success doing the shit that I'm Mm -hmm. trying to do or, or have done at all, dude. I totally am riding on the backs of people that have, that have done it and, done all way more research you know i'm going off the shit that they they've figured out you know yeah i mean we all are to a certain extent i mean we're not really i try to change things up as much as i can and like further whatever the fuck i'm doing you know like try changing things around but at the end of the day i keep species that are pretty figured out by people who took all the chances but that's kind of why i'm keeping pop ones because it's one of those species that's like i'm like i've so the way that i looked at it i've never kept a a, a import i've never bought an import really this pop one's the first import i've ever caught or caught (laughs) yeah you went out caught it yeah when i went out (laughs) to i went to uh, papua (laughs) anyway uh uh but it's it's the first one that i've ever ever kept you know but i was like okay i i've hatched out bread lie 
twice um, maternally incubating. So I've checked the boxes with bread lie as far as like keeping and breeding. I think that I'm a big boy enough to, I think that I'm like, I'm not saying that like I'm any better than anybody else, but like for me personally, okay. I think that I can handle a wild caught import. I think that I can, I've, I've reached a level in my keeping skills that I can, do it and hopefully have success or at the very least keep it alive maybe not reproduce but at the very least keep it alive you know and this species has uh has really captivated me i'm about to just fill my whole damn room with them to be honest with you i it's it's about to be popping crazy at my house i'm not even kidding um okay i have two questions one's kind of a side question um just because faint is like one of our dedicated watchers i want to answer his or her question um she or he asked, what is the best python to keep for a second snake? Ball python or coastal? Obviously, they're both very mm. different. But she I or he has coastal. a four-foot enclosure if Not she decides coastal. to choose a python over a colubrid. Well, you obviously do all the legwork. Like, she watches every or he. I don't know what. Don't know, there, a girl is the picture, but I know that's like a model or some shit, so I don't know. Okay, whatever. Who's that? Um <laughs> But it's the one that you research, and obviously you're doing your research, so I don't see any problem with you getting, like, a jungle carpet would be an awesome, or even... I wouldn't put a coastal in a four-foot enclosure, not forever, I mean, anyway. Maybe. The, I guess I'm talking Brisbane's. I'm used to I'm used to my big coastal, like, Brisbane's also, pretty like, big. Also, like, learn how to feed them before you get them. Everyone with yeah. their first carpet, you give it food every week. That's not really how you're supposed to keep mm-hmm. a carpet, at least in my opinion. All the time. Um, like I keep my jungles as far as a mailman, that thing is not much bigger than a corn snake. It's fitting in a V70 yeah, rack. Yeah. I mean the female, four foot. I mean, yeah. maybe six foot on a really, really good day. So if you're looking at a four foot cage, if you get a male carpet, male. I think, I think male. you're good. Yeah. I think you're good. And just chill out with the feeding. It's get a male, a get snake. a male bread line for me. You can, <laughs> you could do that. They're too. real friendly. It's a guy. Well, if so you put that, it that way, that's, I mean, that's you don't know these days. I mean, you can do it as long as you tuck it. You can call yourself whatever you oh, want. Oh goodness! To. Let's not go there. <laughs> Fuck, are we talking about? So you say a, a jungle is okay in a four foot enclosure? Yeah, for me, I think even a coastal male is okay in a four foot. I, I agree personally with you on that. believe that carpets are like corn snakes of pythons. Really? They're the easiest pythons to keep ever, dude. If you have a ball python, that shit doesn't eat. It fucking if it's <laughs> there are a lot more frustrating. If it's not eighty eight to ninety two degrees, it's fucking being all weird. It will fucking get an RI. All this bullshit. Carpet man, I've never had any problems because I mean, and I keep them cool. Uh, most people don't, but or some people keep them way too hot. Yeah, and maybe get RIs and stuff. But I've always kept them cool, and they've always been good. The for way me. I mean, the way that I keep my stuff is I keep my ambient on the cool side, so seventy seven, seventy eight for my ambient room temperature. And then I offer them a hotspot, depending on the time of year. It depends. I mean, anywhere from, I don't go on a hotspot below 85, typically. And the gravid females get 90 degrees, you know. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. They're pretty easy. I agree with you on that. I've never looked at it in in that, like, Way of thinking, like, because I don't keep a bunch of corn snakes, so I never I, thought I of it like that. I have a weird perspective because, like, it's my hog nose are like the python of, colub- yeah. of colubrids, yeah. and then the carpets are like the corn snake of mm-hmm. the pythons. Yeah. As far as like, 
I've just never. They've been very easy to keep for me, and I've gone all over the country. I've yeah. kept them in yeah. New York. I've kept them in Colorado, and I've kept mm-hmm. them in Texas. Mm-hmm. And I've had zero problems, zero RIs. I've moved them around. I've had them in all types of shit. I keep them at 85 on the hot side, about 74 on the ambient. They've been really easy for me. Maybe they're not so easy for everyone. But if you're looking for a pet to cuddle up next to you at night, I mean, no snake is really yeah, going to yeah, fill that's, that fucking that's, void. Yeah. You need to get a dog or a cat. Actually, not a yeah. cat. Get a dog. Fuck cats. Cats suck. But I mean, I'm glad so, that we've reached a consensus and we agree on oh, that. Cats fucking, fucking suck, dude. Dude, it's like the only thing that doesn't, it doesn't have any affinity for you. Like, it will oh, decide it, if it, it wants to fuck you, you up. It or uses not. you, man. Um, okay, so since <laughs> the guy who asked about that is in the UK, y'all talked about Paul Harris. Does he have coastals and yes. things? Yes, everything. He's Paul the, Harris okay. is the Nick Mutton of the UK. Okay, well, she is shit. He said that he only knows one breeder. So definitely. Uh, Valiant U- Faint, check out UK Paul Pythons. Harris, which is called U- UK Pythons. I can't talk. You just said that. It's hard to remember. Yeah. UK Pythons. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> um, so he has some coastals. Definitely uh, listen to their recommendations. I have another one. Sit down. Well, he's going to need one too. Okay. I talk least. All right. Well, we got to like keep on. Sorry, man. Dude, I can't, I keep I can't, on fucking. I can't, I can't feel it. So you're going to just trip over it. There is no feeling. For people who there's, are listening. There's, there's nothing there. I can't I, feel I anything. I keep on like kicking his prosthetic leg and tripping over it. But, I, have, um, I have no feeling in it. So it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't hurt, hurt or anything, but don't expect me to move it. So. <laughs> um, also, someone else, I don't know if he's still watching, who said there's a reptile show in Nebraska and you got a caramel corn. Are we getting caramel corn? No, I don't know. We're going to have a bunch of stuff. So I we're going to ask you. We don't know. We have no. like 15 maybe adult on the way coming. In we have about 30 oh, corn snakes hey. coming. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> we, we just bought a we bought a collection and it's coming over like this month. So. You, what you, we're so running what ambient you, what for you, everything. What do you uh, so what is your quarantine stuff like with stuff like, yeah. like closet? That, that That's a good like I. I and so that's something that I had to ramp up as far as with this pop one. When you're bringing in wild, yeah, like or... I was like, I um, like I usually am like oh, a month, maybe five weeks, you know, if everything's good, I'll put it in. This pop one was in quarantine for like two and a half months just because I yeah. was, she, I mean, she had a pretty bad, uh, she had a, she wasn't sick, but she had a pretty heavy parasite load. Uh, I, I had to run her so through a de- dewormer, a dewormer. Wasn't cycle. treated when you got her in. I don't want to say that she wasn't treated because the dude that I dealt with, uh, he said he treated her, and I don't, any, I don't have any. I don't have. Well, I don't have any reason not to believe him because there's. Does it, cer- there's does it certain... rhyme with bout flack sneptiles? No, 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 oh, okay. no, not at all. Because I've seen that. Uh, no, I'll, I'll but... say his name because I had a great. I had a great. Yeah. It was a good experience. He's an awesome dude, and I would buy from him again. It's uh, Joe Swatowski out of Florida. Oh yeah, he's a good guy, it. you know, and and he said that he treated it, and I totally believe him. But I don't know how long he had it. He may have yeah. only given it one cycle. Most deworming cycles are about three to three weeks, between three weeks and a month and a half. And uh, either way, I either mean, you're way, someone who did ca- their due a, diligence. Exactly, and, it's a captive, it, or it's a, it's a not a captive uh, snake. So whether he whether he said that he did or didn't, I'm still gonna put it through a deworming cycle. She had a pretty heavy load of, de- of worms. Uh, just some round, uh, some round worms. I don't know exactly what species, but what'd you use uh, to dewormer? Uh, give me a second. I've got. Is a, it got like? A is, it. Did you it's have to a get goat, vet prescription? It's a goat, or no, it's go? a goat dewormer. I got uh, the, got it from. If it's not popolin related. Side note: Austin, your wife said Doug's giving an exam. 
Oh, is he? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my neighbor. Oh, I thought she, I thought he meant like giving an exam to like looking at your snake shit no, or something. No, no, like no, examining no. Examining it. No, he's he's uh, he's teaching class right now. Yeah, but you're it's his wife. It counts. It's not problem related. Oh yeah. I feel like I can yeah. Say. Yeah. She's allowed, right? Yep. 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 Let me see. What's this called? Uh, you get it at uh, Tractor Supply. The but it's one, called Safeguard. It's a dewormer uh, for goats, and it's completely healthy. I've heard of people you using know, that for the dogs. You can use just it. It's, dosing it differently. I've, I've done it, and I, I've checked. I've done. I've uh, Doug knows how to run fecals, and uh, so he's. We've run fecals ourselves, and that's the nice thing about having an animal biologist. I wish, next like, door. I could. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could look at shit like that. But I mean, um, the one time I did that, I got something from Tractor Supply. I heard that um, the Barkers used to use some type of pig antibiotic mm-hmm. for their ball python mm-hmm. so i tried it one time the snake died immediately <laughs> oh, Jesus. i mean see, i thought i dosed it rice uh, it right see i wouldn't i wouldn't python, have done it had it not been for tony, i tried everything else tony, first but. tony jerome was like look i use this on all my snakes it's completely safe i've used it for two years no negative crazy stuff happened. and that was injection yeah. Uh, just into the prey item. Just it, it was injection you... into the prey item. No shit. Yeah, and so I just That's went out cool. and bought a bunch of juvie chickens, froze them for a couple of weeks, and just hypodermic needled them into the. Where do you the buy juvie chickens? Feed store. Go out to the feed store. I live out in the country. Or don't you have the chickens? Country. I do, but I don't have a rooster. I don't breed them. I just have yeah. eggs. I've got like fourteen chickens. I've got all kinds of different breeds. I got that big one that you saw. That from like, Rhode Island. Or... No, the big one that you saw on Facebook that comes walking out, and it's you like, like I've got two of them. Yeah. They're, what are those called? called? Uh, uh, Brahmas. Dinosaurs. They're called Brahmas. B R A H M A. Okay, totally not sneak related subject, but purely because I saw this on Facebook. Have you ever gotten an egg inside of an egg before? Yes, I did this year. <gasps> That's an awesome. egg inside of an egg. It was a huge egg. It was huge, dude. And I cracked it, and I saw that same video. It was oh, like God. a family yeah. vacation egg or something. <laughs> and they're like, dude. And they cracked it, and and I, and I found it, and it was an egg that was like, uh, we, I'd been doing some cleaning out in my backyard, and it was a brush pile, and I guess they'd got in there and laid an egg. And so it was like a week later, I'd went to move the brush pile and there's this it looks like a goose egg it was huge dude uh-huh. that chicken had to be hurting whenever it laid it and i cracked it and it was straight up an egg inside of an egg <laughs> and there's an egg and a yolk it's and then sick. a whole shelled egg underneath but or inside and that smaller shelled egg didn't have a yolk it was just all egg white it was no shit that's weird yeah. Yeah. yeah it was interesting wow so <laughs> i was wondering a side note well not side note you have so many side notes but like you are like the reptile reports moralia guy how did that come about or I how did they or how did they pick up on your shit did you submit it or did I they post it on uh, I'm on that uh, ballpythons.net forum I've been on it for six years and so I'll start threads and it's more for me like as an archive to where I can go back and refer to pictures that I've taken as a yeah. snake grows and I just like post stuff on there and I guess there's somebody that's an admin or something on there that's part of the reptile report and they like my shit. I don't know. Succeeded I honestly have no what idea. Morph is just, that? Yeah, yeah. What? I have no idea. I I don't know how that happened, but it, I've I think this year I've been put on the reptile report like four times. Or yeah, something like that. I don't. I have no idea. To be honest with you, I I don't know. It's really badass. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I was it's really I was fucking cool, but yeah. I, don't, I have no idea. Because I was like, out of all the Moralia stuff, like I see your shit all the time, and it's like they don't really give much love to the Moralia community or they any don't. of that stuff. You don't see but that I mean, too much. 
Then again, green, they give a lot so of love to them green tree python boys. Everyone, everyone <laughs> loves green trees. That's, yeah. I mean, but it seems like those guys when they're in it, they're fucking balls. Oh deep. yeah, yeah. For for us, I mean, we keep a bunch of different things. I mean, I don't even have that many Morelia, but I kind of like being in the Morelia community. It's a badass community to be involved with. Just man. because people actually like snakes. If I'm talking to corn snake people, they'll be like the boop on the snoot. Fucking oh. people. <laughs> it's a noodle. Put, putting the Play-Doh hats on like, top get of the their fuck fucking... out of here, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like people who like snakes. Not, I mean, and I love North American colubrids. It's just um, the people you find who like North American colubrids are usually 55 and older and or like little kids who love corn snakes. So yeah, it's really yeah. like a weird in-between. It seems like Morelia are like the hipster of the uh, – snakes these days yeah i, I like think we're that, too the, good for balls i think and, that we're like the ball python market crash like where that wave broke kind of you got some of the, the residual like <laughs> the residual people like i'm not i'm part of that you know like mm-hmm. i saw like kind of that that well and also the ball python community is not very welcoming you know, it's not a it's not a community that's like down your fucking throat. Yeah, they're they're Wait, you fucking. You said the ball python community. Yeah, out? the ball python. But there's so community. many. That's how exactly, they're not welcoming. Exactly because they're cutthroat every, because they're all so trying many. to sell their shit and but they're what, making too many of them. What and it's pissed like me off? Crazy. Is that I saw so many this weekend, and it's like I usually don't. But I mean, I was talking to a bunch of them, and it's like talking to. Uh, I'm about to talk some shit, but I don't want to. But like. Yeah, they just don't yeah. give too many fucks. They're just worrying about what they're selling. Like like this one like guy, I cards, was man. I was filming the show and whatever, and he's like, you're going to make some money off that video. And I was like, I don't make any fucking money off my YouTube <laughs> channel, you fucking cock. All you worry about is your fucking ball pythons and your fucking $1,000 snakes. He's like, make sure you get my name in there. I'm like, how about you fucking suck my fucking oh cock, my you fucking piece of shit. Oh All you God. care about is fucking money. All you have is ball pythons, you piece of fucking shit. I'm just sick of – and then there's other guys, a very big name in the community who don't even go to the auctions, don't even do any of that shit, don't even fucking – They're just there to sell their snakes. And then they're not looking to support the community. They're not looking around at the show. They just give a fuck about their snakes because – they don't care about snakes. All they care about is ball pythons and the dollars involved in it, the plus, the minus, the fucking accounting. People don't actually care. Like, like if I was – even if I had a bunch of ball pythons, there are some guys out there that – There's some good you know, dudes. If there someone some like, good dudes. Like Sean Bradley has a very extensive Morelia collection actually. <laughs> but like – but but you're talking about some guys who are very market-driven who only have ball pythons and they're not even going around the show giving a fuck about anything else. Yeah. It's like, if you don't have any respect for any of the other snakes here, you just care about your fucking There's, little They're rock caring about their bottom line, the most, man. It's, but they're the most. Like, if you're in the majority, you're not going to care about the minority. That's well, that's... Yeah, but you should give why a fuck about snakes that's if why you're breeding them. That's why it's so cutthroat, though. That's why, because there's so many of them, they have, they're all trying to make their money, you know? And so, like... That's why it's not welcoming. That's the problem with the community is yeah. that there's too much of it. Listen there's here, bitch. Enough. Why don't you produce something that someone else isn't producing? Yeah. There's a thousand yeah. of you. You're all producing the same fucking shit. Take your pastel clown and shove it up your fucking dick. I'm not going to lie. Use, I like a pastel clown. I'm not going to lie. Maybe use another of the hundred million <laughs> genes you have instead of making the same shit as everyone fucking else. Fucking banana cunt. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here with that shit. Stop. No, I'm fucking pissed off at people just caring about making a five gene fucking dumbass animal that you're just putting value on this thing that doesn't have any fucking value. It's a snake, just like everything else. 
I mean, like, have some care and some, like, it's a fucking snake that lives in the wild, man. You've just gotten so far away from that shit. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Papuanalas, huh? <laughs> no, it just cemented it down for me this weekend at but, NRC. But so like that that's kind of what I was saying. Like that that wave broke and I was part of the community <laughs> that crashed and went over to the Morelia community and and I found it, it it's kind of it's cool, you know, cuz as long as you're doing right by the community and you're you're uh you're representing yourself and the community accurately, you're going to be welcomed with open arms, you know? So, uh, and that's, that's badass. You don't, there's not a lot of, uh, there's a lot of communities that are pretty cutthroat, not just the ball Python community. Like, like, the like green tree and they they're cutthroat. So, they're, they're, they're pretty, so they're into green trees. Like, you yeah. Resp- I have so everything. much respect for green tree people. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. It's like, so no matter one, right. No matter what green tree person you talk to, you can tell, they care How about it. Much is into it, but that yeah. also could be the factor of you got to know a lot to keep a dream. Yeah, you know what you I do. mean? Like yeah. ball python, you can kind of you know it's, you can it's, fuck it up and still have right, success, right? Because yeah. it's it's you know it's a first snake. Green tree never gonna be a first snake, yeah. like never gonna happen. So maybe you know, like it only those people that are gonna be up to that level is because they have snakes that need that level, like. Ball pythons don't need that level, so maybe maybe it's like, the people just won't rise to the occasion, because right? It's not because necessary. it's not needed. Yeah, that makes sense. That um, actually makes a lot of sense. But do you think any other species of snake will ever take over to that ball, degree? Ball, take over ball pythons, like be number one? Uh, no, you not, think ball pythons just, will always be number one? I think one? I think that there's species that have the potential genetically. I don't think that we'll ever get. To that level of popularity with any other species because there's nothing that's as easy and as laid back as ball pythons. Yeah. Or, and I mean, I love ball pythons, but they're cool. I have two still. I, just, I mean, I, all I badass. hear is that you want to sell ten thousand dollars this weekend and you're pissed off that you didn't sell ten grand. Yeah. Well, guess what, man? I sell corn snakes and I'll sell them for thirty bucks each all fucking day, and you can suck my dick because I want to fucking make corn snakes. Yeah. I don't care what it costs. Yeah. I don't care if you I care go about to a it. show and uh, make $10,000. He said, what, what did Mark say last week that I loved? He said, it's not about the money. It's about the stoke Dope. behind it, dude. It's <laughs> fucking badass, man. That's the way it is, man. I don't, I mean, I don't breed, keep and breed Brothers Pythons because I'm going to make a bunch of fucking money or pop one. It, it's not a monetary thing for me. Like, yeah, it's nice whenever I sell a snake and I can buy some rats and, in, invest buy back in yeah, or buy a new pop one which uh, yeah. that's about to be happening i mean that's what we but, all uh, finance like new that's snakes. that's nice you know but i'm into it because it pumps me up man it's shit that i'm i'm pumped up and i want to be involved with you know so Someone the stoke it's badass man at the nebraska reptile show this weekend there was a twenty thousand dollar and probably like ten other people have what? it and it's yeah. they'll never get that. Someone will offer Yeah, but yeah. someone will offer them fifteen hundred and they'll take it because next year it'll be worth fucking five hundred. So yep. that's just the Is way it rolls. Far from 20, to oh yeah, that's oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. 
Banana. I watched Banana, Banana go down from like ten thousand to five hundred dollars. But like I mean, if you're looking half. to invest in that right now, though, that's fucking dope. You're gonna sell bananas all day. Oh, you're gonna People make your bananas. money. You're gonna make your money back. It's like, well, Nick talked to me and he's like, "Look, man, I, I, we had Stick a conversation." He goes, he says, "Look, even if if stuff crashes, like or or, or the not crashes, I don't want to say that's negative. If prices come down, so say you bought." this locality coastal whatever it is or wh- whatever the project is and you bought it for four hundred dollars and by the time you breed it, it you're only selling them for two hundred dollars well you sell two of those babies and you have your money back and then you're making like like and what you, is your clutch yeah Fucking exactly 15, like like 20, 15 to 20 yeah. 30 you know <laughs> so fuck? it's i mean if you're really worried about the monetary aspect of it if you break it down you're i mean you don't make your money back because you're impatient. Yeah, you, really yeah, you, you can't just wholesale a bunch of shit. I mean, yeah. that's not how it works, man. So, I mean, I'm I've got a, I've got nine left from the clutch from last year, and I've got twenty three that are just hatched out. You know, I'm not yeah. wholesaling them because I'm freaking out or anything like that. Like I've had people trickle in and be like, "Hey, I want a brother's butt." And this is really when people honest, start I buying mean, them. They get pretty at about a year old. They're ugly as yeah. shit whenever they come out of the egg. They don't people look be good. More you know, to throw down exactly, cash. exactly. So. Plus, I mean, you don't. It's not like you're marketing every day and putting no, for sale ads no. out there. I'm very, very stingy with the stuff that I produce. Like, I'm so I mean, honestly, the only reason why I would know you have brettles for sale is because I know you. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. know. I, I throw it out there every once in a while. I'll throw a Craigslist ad out. I'll post on whatever fucking classified page or whatever. And I mean. I, I don't try really, really hard to sell my stuff. I should probably up that, to be honest, especially especially yeah. according to my wife. I know you're watching, yeah. so I guess I'm going to try better to do marketing. But uh, You just act like, like you're I, selling them? No, I do. I mean, I do, but I just don't push it, you know, because I'm cause – You want you, people it feels to want like when, Yeah, exactly. When you push it, then you're, you're – it feels like you're, like, downplaying the stuff that you're trying to, to put out there, you know, like – Come, I need you to buy this. No, I don't really need you to buy this. I would like you to buy it. It would be nice, but I don't need you to buy this. You know, That's so. what I was kind of explaining to Melissa. She's like, we had these corn steaks here for like a month. And I'm like, well, it took me like two weeks to get them started. And then one week I didn't really give a fuck. Then the next week I tried to sell them and I sold all of them but three. But it's like. I also don't want to sell corn snakes. I want people to buy corn snakes. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, I don't want to, because the customer that you force to sell them to will be the one that comes back to you and will be like, fucking, this thing's not eating. I'm mm-hmm. keeping it in a fucking cardboard box with mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, yeah. you know. It seems like the person who you sell to will be the one who comes back with, you're going to have to put your most time into that yeah. customer because yeah. they generally know less about the snakes. Yeah. I mean, and I don't even mind doing no, either do like I. Putting but. them time in, you know, but it can't. I've had issues where you're like, you sell to somebody that you probably should, like, maybe not that you shouldn't have, but they just didn't have all their ducks in a row, and you're like, okay, now this is gonna be some work. You, you know what I mean? Like, not that I'm not willing to put the work out there, because I, I am, but like, sometimes you're just like, oh, come on, man. I did, I did fifty. Come on. I did fifty-two emails for a twenty-five dollars. Exactly. Exa- I've never done anything like that. <laughs> That's nuts. That was one person you dude but and then and then her daughter left the the enclosure open and she the lost day after it the fucking the third day, yeah. day dude okay i'm gonna and come sit like, do you well, have austin any peas. luck finding it like well, she's austin like, peas well she's, austin peas she's asking about how to find it and it's like it's a baby corn snake like 
kiss it goodbye if you didn't find it within 24 hours because it's so small it could be anywhere, anywhere. but i like, hope I she messaged you within 24 hours well i she said lost i it. said in it any luck and she never answered me back so that was just a sketch ball <sighs> sale in general it's, and then plus i needed to wait at a 7-eleven which ended up being <laughs> the wrong 7-eleven well, and then not, i had to go to a different let's 7-11. not shit on her she could be listening no, no, right no, i'm not saying i'm shitting on her now. i'm just saying that sometimes your your like cheapest animals actually attract harder customers now that that's a bad True. thing True. That's not necessarily a bad thing. People who want to be educated, I'm totally glad. Right. To like you shit. have to spread your knowledge. Like you, you know and then more. I'll also tell people like I don't know shit at the same time because which bothers only, me because you know so much. So like, look at the 17 million person, snake but if you, books. But if you look up to, if I tell Nick Mutton, yeah, like, I, to, I was gonna say, are you gonna drop Nick Mutton's name? Because that's all we well, drop the thing on here. Is, like, I only have a few years really of like hardcore, you know, imagine people are doing it their whole life. Like I've been able to gather my information for like maybe 10 years. Imagine someone who's lived longer and can gather information for 30 years. Like yeah. Nick Mutton's been on his shit for, you know, 30 more years than I have probably so or 20 more years. 20 years. You'll know much more about snakes. Than you know about. I like yes. No one knows so anything that no, no one knows. Shit. You're never going to be an expert. No one's ever. There's just people that have varying degrees of expertise, I guess. I don't think that there's anybody that's ever just an expert, you know, uh, you brought up a good point about like how the, the cheaper <laughs> snakes are, are you end up putting a lot more work yeah. into them. So this is going to sound, this this may be like this may be, be con this may be controversial okay Controver oh. controversial uh, I we my wife and I we also breed miniature schnauzers uh, puppies oh. and uh, they're great dogs love them to death I'll probably always have a miniature schnauzer until I die but uh, when we sell those puppies the, ours aren't registered but they are purebred uh, we they're not we don't price them at a point. Let me, let me try to figure out how I'm going to word this. They're priced at a point in which you're going to get serious inquiries only and people that are serious about having the said animal, right? Yeah. So, like, I feel like whenever you price at a low point, whenever you're just trying to, like, not specifically you, just people in general, whenever you're pricing... But me also. It, no, I I've you're, done the yeah. same shit. I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm just saying in general, like, when you price at that low point, you're going to get these people that aren't fucking serious because they got $25 to blow or $50 to yeah. blow. So we price them at a point where it's like, okay, I'm, this is a lot. This is some scratch. Like this is some money to where like, not anybody's just going to come up to you and be like, Hey, I've got, the, I, 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 I won 30 bucks on a scratch off. You know, you know what I mean? Like you're going to win. It's, it's like yeah. a, it's like a, I don't even want to say that. It's like a, maybe a knowledge level thing. Like, or a seriousness level thing, you know, like yeah. you're not going to get some schmuck coming up to you asking or trying to buy this animal from you because you're asking for some money, you know, like it's, it's a, they, not everybody's got that kind of cash, you know That's what I mean? That's where it's so, hard. I mean, when I'm dealing with corn snakes, there's only so much that. market value. Yeah, yeah, and I get that. But I mean, I mean, but I have a couple of people where it's like he would have bought from me no matter what I sold it for. But really? then again, like mine's upper realm of market value, 30 bucks, 25 bucks. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then those people just contacted me off of Instagram. So okay. it's like if King Ken's listening now, um, Tilly, he's actually and plus he's in the army. I'm in the army. I get that a lot because you're a reservist, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. So I'm National Guard. Okay. But 
So like people who are vets of all different sorts reach out to me instead of someone else because they trust me. I get because my navy buddies asking shit, me about right? shit like that. Simply because yeah. you're in the military, they trust yeah. you more. Yeah. Well, it's just you have something in common <laughs> yeah. with You've someone got common else. Ground. Yeah. So it's like those people trust you, and I mean that's what I try to build with YouTube, podcasts, yeah. everything else. People trusting me for different levels, so that someday I don't have to resort to the pet level bullshit yeah, yeah. that's involved so i think your marketing and selling can outdo you know to make your price higher yeah, to yeah. outsell all that yeah. shit or like you you know you have quality animals i mean you've got quality animals i mean, <laughs> Aww, <laughs> I mean thank shit you. but uh it's, it's just it, it, yes it, yes <laughs> oh we would God. yes we would uh what happens on the ship stays on the ship brother well um, um that's the last beer, so make it last. Oh, are we gonna share? No, I'm, I'm just saying there's no more. So that's your last one. We just drank twelve beers on the in less than two hours. Yeah, it's called men. Okay. <laughs> um so Baron brought up a guy selling ball pythons said he breeds all year round by running his shop vac to simulate the noise of a thunderstorm <laughs> to get his females in heat. What the fuck? That's a man who knows what he's doing. Yeah, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I've never heard any shit said. like that. In my I mean, you can life. you can breed balls all year round, yeah, but that's just but by it's usually like temperature cycling, yeah. not what does a noise. thunderstorm have to do with? That's more yeah, low it's barometric pressure. pressure. You're t- he's trying to simulate like it has nothing to you do with noise. That. You can't simulate that <laughs> unless you have a hyperbaric chamber. That's why I vacuum on Tuesdays because that's when I pair up. <laughs> the vibration stimulates <laughs> them. <laughs> Yeah, that's bullshit. I'm gonna call BS on that. So, yeah. oh, Baron said he puts them in a burlap sack for two days and ambient. Just this all sounds real like silly shit. I feel I like mean, we're being get, trolled. You'll get a bunch. <laughs> you'll get a bunch of bullshit artists. Some fat guy in a black T-shirt at a reptile show. Hey, hey, with hey, a beard hey. Now, <laughs> 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 no, like you'll get some fucking weirdo who will tell you that fucking snakes only get as big as their enclosure that you put them in. Just don't listen to everyone. Just yeah. listen to people who have been doing this over and over again. I mean, people will feed you bullshit all day. Chances are he has some type of green tree python without a perch in it on his table with a million geckos and all other shit that he got from fucking Indonesia and some yeah. bullshit. But. So he says the shop back tricks their tails to sticking up and wagging? Like, are we talking yeah, that's some dogs? silly yeah, shit. I don't even know where like, we're going with this thought. This, this it doesn't make any sense. Well, let's, let's Sounds like somebody that doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about at all. Yeah, whatever. So, I mean, that just sounds weird. I mean, you get people. I've heard all types of shit. I've never in this heard hobby. that. That's some I've never shit right there. I've never heard anything like that before. No, I. <laughs> so, um, Lilypad said, "How do snakes drink if their windpipe is in their mouth and open?" Well, they have like these folds in their mouth that acts like a straw, so they can actually the cap. It's like capillary. So you know how you have little capillaries in your arm? Nope. They're really okay. thin, so it draws the blood up. Well, it's like in their mouth, they have little canals in there that they don't suck it up, but it actually goes through capillary action because, yeah. But yeah. anyway, that's a whole different fucking story. But uh, D Python said, I found inland python or inland reptiles last week, which is Nick Mutton. So, yeah, I mean, that's who we've been talking about. Yeah. Where'd you get your inland, inlands from? Was Nick it Mutton. Nick? I got it. I got, oh, I, got I mean, I, I don't buy, like, I try to be very, like, I don't know. It's like I try to, I'm very selective Fuck of who yeah. I buy shit from. Uh, and that's, I, I attribute that to me not having any mites. I've never, I've, 
I've done preemptive measures just to make sure. Always do preemptive measures, no matter where you're getting you them from. Must be living on Mars. Yeah, but I've never had I've never had mites. I've I've doing I've been doing this for six years and I've never had mites. Um, I have a lot of problems. Where's with there my, some wood? I need to. My, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is composite. This is hey, from Walmart, hey, right? there's part of it is wood. Okay, <laughs> it came from a tree at some point. <laughs> so it's like I have I have trouble with my colubrids putting them into. I used to winter them in like front of a drafty window, and somehow I brought them. Winter, like winter, like brumation, brumation. Oh, so when I lived, when I lived in New York, like it was cold as dick. So you put them next (laughs) to a window and then it's like 55 degrees just next to the window, just in proximity. And it was a little breezy, the old fucking house. And I used to get, I got mites when I brought them back in. Um, I, with the collection that I just picked up four animals randomly, I got mites. But the thing is with me, well, I got the animal with mites. Um, I didn't notice it immediately, but obviously it may have been early in the fucking cycle, the Mm -hmm. life cycle, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't really disregard people for having mites. No, no, it's not anything. Shit happens, you know. But, um, as soon as I saw I had one animal who had it and I treated it immediately and I have a small collection, so I get to see all my animals all the time. I noticed immediately that it had a mite. And that only one animal had it. And I that's happened for me. My olive python got them one time when I was in New York. Probably the breezy window thing. I don't know mm-hmm. where the fuck they come from. Or maybe when I brought Strange. in the water python. But it's never spread for you? But it's never once spread. And everyone's like, oh my god, mites are everywhere. But for me, I've always found it on one I've animal. I've heard of cases like that. I've it's... treated it. And I've treated the whole enclosure. And I did really fucking thorough shit over and over and over yeah. again. And it hasn't spread yeah, you anywhere. Can't, you can't. And I mean, everybody gets them. I, I just have been low. Lo- uh, well, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm sure. Listen, 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 dude. Mr. I, I am sure that at some point that I'll get them, but I've just, I haven't, I haven't had it. And I'm, I'm pretty like, like I said before, I, I upped my, my quarantine game whenever I got the pop one, just cause it was that I'm, I'm neurotic and freaked out about like crazy stuff happening to my yeah. collection. But uh, I've always had a decent, I mean, somewhat decent, like quarantine, at least a month, maybe like five five weeks, and and uh, we I use preventamide on, I pre-treat everything, mm-hmm. and and maybe I have got stuff that had mites, and I just was lucky Killed enough to either. not see them, you know, or not astute enough to see them, you know. So I don't know. Uh, I'm just happy that I've never had to deal <laughs> with it on like a full blown level, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to like let people know that it's not as it's hard not. to treat yeah. as long as you're dude. Because you talk to people and you think that their collection's one way. You go over to see their collection and you're like, it's a little dirty. It's a little <laughs> like that's yep. not how I keep yep. my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really crazy about cleaning and I'm my like stuff. Being clean, as dude. fuck about Me too. keeping all my shit. Tell. Like you, you keep like I keep like very. Because like we yeah. went through yesterday and we do veterinary cleaner on everything. Yeah, uh, F10. Do, like, do you use the F10 AC? Use, it's different that I got from a vet because F10 I guess used to be illegal in New York because crazy really? laws. I've been using it for six it's, years. It's illegal in California also, hmm. so it's like the really strict states. But I don't know. so I have a different cleaner. I would be happy to tell anyone. Who, Let me know. What what it I'd is, like to but see. I don't it. remember. It's some green shit. Before in there. I leave, I want to see it. Yeah. So I mean, it's just you know, just be thorough about your shit. Yeah. Everyone yeah. says that they keep their shit a certain way, but it's all. Well, well listen. This is the deal. This is the man. deal. None of us are fucking perfect, man. We've all had those days also where it's true. like, man, I haven't been in my reptile room for a day and a half. 
I'm going to bed. Like, <laughs> you, if you can say that you haven't done that, I'm going to call no, you. I'm, not, I'm calling I'm fucking. I am calling day. fucking bullshit. There's no way that you do that. But uh, you know, my main thing is is I I try to at least look at everything every other day. Like I'm yeah. in my snake room every day, twice a day at least. As a, yeah, but I'm doing I, all my work. Look, at, this look computer, at everything. So. Like visually inspect every animal every other day, and water bowls, dude. Water, like if I had anything to say to anybody about the reptile community or or keeping reptiles, not about the reptile community, keeping reptiles, fucking clean your water bowls and do it at a level that you think is crazy. I I I really think that that is why I've never had an, a respiratory. I've never dealt with the respiratory. I only did in ball pythons. Otherwise, yeah, I, I haven't had I've anything The only thing that I've ever dealt and with negatively in ball and was in ball pythons yeah. is mouth rot. And then so, also, I kept those quarantined, but yeah. my quarantine, I, I got a lot of animals quick when I was in the ball pythons. Yeah, everybody does. So <laughs> I filled up a whole rack, and all those snakes got the snake aids, and, yeah, died, yeah. and I treated all of them with different snake types aids. of things, and they all just fucking died. <laughs> Oh, um, so that was my ball python. That's why I'm so pissed off at ball python. Although I did have real good success the next year, like just not with the babies that I got because I quarantined it all. So yeah. my, my babies were in a different room than yeah. my adults that I already had. All those babies died, man. It was some Shit. type of um, like it's known in the ball python community, but people don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I've, I've heard of I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what like, it's called. Like if anything set. Like, if anything happens in my collection that happened, I'm going to tell everyone so it yeah. doesn't happen again. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, like, I just think that not everyone – because it is hard when you say that your snake's sick, people get all up in arms and don't want to buy a snake from you. So I think if you do your due diligence, keep everything you just gotta separate. Put it and, all out there, man. Like, yeah. like, that's why I sound – I feel like I sound like a goon saying I've never dealt with a respiratory or my – now – I think that I've had a couple snakes close to a respiratory, and I just crank the heat up, and it's always worked, and they are fine a week later. For me, you know? I mean, so. my jungles, once they go into shed cycle, they may start doing a little sneeze. They that's, sneeze that's, like, that's Morelia in general, yeah, no, I find. They weird. all do it, dude. Like they, It's like that last two weeks of their shed cycle, right before they go in the gray. Mm -hmm. Like you'll, like my adult Harris line girl, uh, the bread lie, she, she'll, she's a real big, like, she doesn't there's no mucus or anything but she like she'll and then look at these fucking and like wheeze and shit all yeah the time, they cruise yeah. all okay yeah. let's are they, keep, are let's they both not males? say that word yeah, so those are both males and you can see like no one else can see but they're just all around the cage all day and that's I how my male brattles my forest male is he's constantly it, cruising it's too dude. early for me yeah. to put them with the female but they're moving around okay yeah. so i have some couple comments first one um austin it is a thing on our podcast that any guest we get usually ends up getting a nickname evan or sorry first he was named shrek after shrek turns into a human okay which like really very offensive. few people remember like expect. what that looks like but you can google it look up i know shrek what it looks like that's a pretty that's <laughs> offensive he's, he's handsome dude that's and so then, bad uh, evan yeah. was named ice cube Ice cube. And that really? has stuck for a know. long time. That's strange. I don't know if I agree with that um, one. And then Ryan Sullivan is 
Austin Work looks like a Ragnar. Oh, I'll take Vikings. that. I'll fucking take that. That's the Viking King. That. I'll fucking take that. I'll take I, Ragnar Lothbrok in a. In a okay. He's a, he's a badass dude. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know. It's the Viking King. That. I'll fucking take that. I'll take I, Ragnar Lothbrok in a. In a okay. He's a, he's a badass dude. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know what that is, but okay. An actual. Like, my dad has like a Viking tattoo. It yeah. Maybe like that. I don't know, I don't know but you are not. I appreciate Ragnar. that. Thank you. And it might stick for multiple weeks, even if you're not here. Like, this is the first time, honestly, in the last four podcasts that someone has not brought up Shrek and his donkey. Like, <laughs> and I'm bringing it up now, so I feel bad. Shrek but, now. but. At least you're not the donkey. Oh, yeah, he just said yeah, Ragnar shit. Lothbrock, like, yeah. like you but said. Again, in real life, Ryan is, um, what is he? He's the Hobbit. They all, yeah, in, in the, the snake world, they call Ryan a Hobbit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> either I, way, it's I offensive. think reticulated pythons are badass. I just, they're too big. Just, all right. Okay, talk about okay sorry. Before that, um, it was interesting. Oh, uh, Valiant Faint brought up in England, the tubs people keep their snakes in is called, what is it, really useful boxes. Yeah. <laughs> so they call them rubs. Uh, I've never heard rubs? that, but I think they, they call them the rubs. That's oh. awesome. That's but they, raw, that's but awesome. Much, but it's funny because she or he was like, oh, they're really cheap. But he, he said they, sorry, he said they cost $15. Like That's our, expensive. That's expensive to dude, us. I did, dude, Ours I just bought like, 15, 16 quart tubs for like 20 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> they he said $15 for a three foot rub. Like we pay that's a lot, four dude. bucks. Well, no, the euro, I don't know how three it. Three to five. I don't we know also how have it, petroleum that we're harvesting from our country <laughs> that the tubs are made out of. We're not importing that shit. Um, so but I wanted that. to ask you, Joe, to, little aside. He said he keeps his corn snake on newspaper. Now, we don't keep any of our corn snakes on newspaper. I was interested. And he said, he said, he doesn't see the point in buying Aspen for a two foot rack tub, which is, I think you should say a rub with a lid. You could keep corn snakes on glass if you wanted to. Oh, okay. It really doesn't matter. Okay. But I mean, put them on fucking. Um, I just keep on asking. It's easy to clean, easy to spot clean newspaper. Every time they go to the bathroom, you're going to have to replace it. So it's like colubrids. They just go to the bathroom a lot more. So you're going to find yourself messing around with newspaper a lot more. They also like to burrow. So I like to use Aspen cause it's faster to clean spot clean and then they can burrow in it and it keeps some of the smell down cause they shit a lot to be honest. I've switched over to a loose substrate from the couple corns that I, I don't keep alive. I've Did only you got keep two. them on newspaper? I kept at one them on point? newspaper at one point. And they just get under it and shit on all everything that's yeah. underneath it. So it's like you end what's up the washing point? Your band yeah, yeah, why? everything. And so I, I ended up. Sanny I just put shit. I put some cypress in there because I use cypress for. Uh, like I'm I'm typically a newspaper keeper for mm -hmm. most of my shit, but me uh, with like, my pythons. Yeah. Uh, uh, my big cage, my large cages that are that are like for my poplin and my uh, I've got a cage that I call my breeder cage. So any of my Morelia that I'm like really wanting to breed, I'll put them in there. And so I keep uh, cypress in that too, just because it's it's Fluids. it's it's way easier to <laughs> clean in and like it's easier yeah. to spot clean a cage that's like four foot by eight foot, you know, than it is to change out all of the crap. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So for me, I mean, I, it's m more absorbent for a snake that goes to the bathroom a lot, mm -hmm. but also the sandy chip is small. So it kind of clumps up kind of like kitty litter. So you can spot clean real easy. Yeah. It will clump. It will like clump all around the shit. That's like nice. you don't have to, you don't have to waste a lot of bedding and waste a lot of your time and waste a lot of all different types of shit. But 
Okay, totally wayside. But again, I have to. I feel like we have to answer the questions of our dedicated oh, definitely, watchers. Definitely. Um, Lily Bad said, "How does snake charming work?" <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't work. That's the key. It's movement, I guess. I'm yeah, I mean, sure it's just, you're just movement and heat signature, right? Yeah, you're just using the instincts of the snake. Yeah. So the, the music doesn't do anything? No, that's for no. the humans. <laughs> yeah. It's for the dumb, naked apes that are looking at it like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, that's just silly. There's too much silly stuff out there with snakes yeah. sometimes. But, I mean, what kind of what kind of enclosure are you keeping, like, an adult bread lion? Uh. You know, a lot of people hate on Melamine, but I've got my my neighbor Doug. It's just uh, four hundred pounds. He, it's but, it's know. very heavy, dude. But I'm not moving anywhere. Like I've yeah. got a mortgage and I've got a dedicated snake room that I built. You know, so for me, it's it's look the dudes that have been the the godfathers of this freaking hobby have been keeping a Melamine for With for heat lamps fucking ever. Yeah, I don't use heat lamps. Yeah. I use heat panels, but. Uh, so when people talk shit about, when people, I don't know about before. that, but when people, when people talk, talk shit about melamine, I'm like, I know that it's heavy, but dude, I've had so much success with melamine. And so I keep, I, uh, my neighbor and, and partner in some projects, uh, Doug, he has a whole wood shop that he's outbuilding that's in his backyard. And so I've got access to any kind of woodworking tool that I need to use. And so for me, I can go buy a, a sheet of plywood or the melamine for, yeah. I guess it's like two sheets for 80 bucks and build a badass six by two by two cage and for fucking $80, you know, instead of, 200. Instead of 200 or whatever. And, and it takes yeah. me a weekend. Whereas, like, you, I'm not hating on AP. I've got a bunch of AP stuff. These pieces of shit racks. They're, they're right fucking now. badass. I love them. I've got yeah. AP racks. I've got AP enclosures. Those, that's but actually a TGR lead, from listen, Eric White. It was pretty cool. Really? It's got a rail. I like it's that. It's got that, like, rail. I would like to get some shit like that for some neonates, to be honest with you. Yeah. I like how that's the that's tits nice. for, like, the like smaller that. snakes. Uh, I, and for smaller stuff, I want to buy something like that because I've tried building my own neonate Dude, stuff. It's the, very difficult. Um, you can see that the heat tape isn't continuous. Yeah. It goes through. It's like daisy chained. Yep. And then it's also recessed off of it. So you can put the heat probe underneath it. Oh, it's okay. So you're actually reading off. the actual temperature that's right underneath it. Yeah, I like yeah. That. So it's more precise. So but. for for neonates, I would agree with you on that. I would definitely buy a uh, uh, – prefab because it's just a pain in the ass you know as long as as it works you know yeah but uh, i like ap but the lead times for a lot of that shit is just ridiculous so if if you want to order from animal plastics just you know map out your 10-year plan and buy them 10 years ahead of time because they may show up in fucking two i don't know exactly show up all exactly just it's not good i think that i ordered i ordered one is that so i ordered a five tier so exactly that rack the economy Mm -hmm. rack but a five tier and then a T10 from them. And it took like five, four or five months or something like that. It was something crazy, dude. I, I just Sometimes it's just way and too long. And, and, and it's not anything against them. You know, I'm sure they've got a high volume and all that stuff. And, and the, the quality of the product they produce, it's, it's good stuff, you know, but I don't have the time. For, hey, nobody got time for that, right? Got no, time for that. I mean, if you're making money, man, you buy another CNC machine, you keep up supply because yeah. the demand's high. Exactly. I don't get it. Exactly. I don't get it, man. I don't you get it. You can talk it. shit I don't if get you want it. to. Yeah. It's too long. I yeah. bought all your fucking racks. <laughs> yeah, and it exactly. took too long. You took too long. Bricks. Took too long. Customer service is nice, though. I mean, they'll tell you, hey, it's going to yeah, be another week. Yeah, but you can go to Sea Servants or TGR. If you go to Eric White, he'll 
fucking send I, you I that like shit that. in a week. I like that. I might end up. Dude, you can you can really buy like it. That. You can buy them one level at how a much, time. How much was it? Uh, that was like three fifty maybe for all. that hashling rack. How many? I mean, and you can you can buy you can buy them boas like boa size those huge ones. Mm-hmm. You can buy them one at a time and build up, oh, yeah. and they connect to each other. And That's shit. badass. It's pretty sweet. So it's and he also does payment plans on his fucking racks now. You can just go on his website and put payment plans. This podcast is sponsored by TGR Rack <laughs> Systems. You're gonna want to see Eric White now. Just kidding. But, but, you never know. And his dad know. is a carbon copy of him. That's what I said. Really? Like, we met his dad at NARBC this weekend. So you mean he's a carbon copy of his dad? That's yes. true. They yeah. are the exact same person. Like, One before the other. But we like the rats. No, yeah. that looks legit as hell. I like it. Um. Okay. Uh, we keep saying sides. Valiant Faint said his corn snake only shits once every three weeks. That's crazy to me. That's weird. If you have an adult and you're feeding it that much, then that makes sense. It's usually one for one, for me at least. Or Every three weeks? You, don't, you feed yours more than that. Um, not an adult. Unless they're breeding. No, unless the female's about to breed. He said it was sold. Okay, it was earlier. Um, It was a weird thing. He said it was sold to him at seven months. Because at first, the, he got it from a pet shop. And the pet shop guy was like, oh, come back and buy it once it's a year old, which is just all sketchy. But he Super thinks sketchy. it's actually two years old. So, But it's still not that old. But to shit every three weeks, that's a long time. I don't know. As long as it has good body structure, don't as long as it's it. Yeah, as long <laughs> as it's eating and pooping, I think yeah, you're okay. You're I, guess every, I guess there's like outliers, right, to everything. But to me, that sounds a little weird, too. But just really I feed any of my colubrids, and they shit three days later. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, three weeks. But so, time. Oh. No, I'm good. I was just wondering about like your Brisbans and stuff. Where are those at? And if anyone's wondering, he has Brisbans that are like, imagine a jungle. Just it's one, like, the male, not almost, the female. Almost as yellow and black as a jungle would be, but it's a fucking coastal, technically. Yeah. But it's locality for Brisbane, which is a city in Australia, if you're not familiar. But go ahead with where you're They're, at. Uh, they are, what, they're 2000. 14 miles so this is their so they're three years old are they three-year breeders like yeah I, well that's my rule coastals? that's just my rule I, three well years bread lie that everyone says well, five see everybody says four for the male like, it's the males in bread lie so oh, the right. males are like the females are ready at about three three and a half the males are like it takes them a little bit longer ball pythons is like i bred three my months yeah i bred my now. i bred my male at two and a half years old which is kind of unheard of not a lot of people have done that but uh this year is going to be my first year trying the Brisbane's. Uh, I don't know if I'll have success. I'm going to try like hell, you know. Uh, they're the the males in the like five foot range, females in probably just a little bigger than him, maybe like five and a half. Which is adult size, right? Not for Brisbane's. Brisbane's get pretty big. They're supposed to. There's they've they've heard people talk about Brisbane's getting up into the ten foot range. Whoa! Yeah, so, so that's large. They're side they're, of the they're the large side of the coastals. They're the bigger bigger coastals. So they're definitely adults and definitely capable of breeding, but not maxed out in size by any means. So do you know what Nick usually breeds them at? Uh, I think he keeps his about average like six seven foot, just like a, okay. like a bread like a big brettles python. But I, I don't I don't know for sure. I mean, just from stuff that. I've talk to him and about, now are you, know. you so i talked to howard redding a little bit shout out to redding reptiles good dude um talked about because he breeds jungles um this is my first year breeding jungles so my males like you've been seeing are cruising mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. they're fucking going crazy 
And then my female, I'm going to let her chill out for a little while longer, get her nice and fat and happy. Mm -hmm. Maybe in November, start dropping down. What schedule are you on with your Brisbane's? And well, also maybe your bread lie as far as getting them way down there. Well, with the Brisbane's, they're a low, they're, they're more Southern ranging of all the coastals. They're, 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 they're pretty down there. So Which if uh, you're not. Um, familiar with the equator means they're colder yeah uh, just like bread lie and just like inlands and diamonds so most of my stuff that i keep as far as Marilla is concerned is the spring breeders so i'm kind of just gonna treat them maybe a little bit less ruthless than my bread lie so i'm probably not gonna drop them as low as the bread lie but as far as time wise i'm gonna cycle them the same uh i don't okay personally i don't think that you should overwinter like spring breeders together i don't think that it's i think what is it that they say absence makes the heart grow fonder <laughs> right so yeah uh if you're wintering them together and then you put them together in a in a warm-up like for the the spring warm-up when they're supposed to breed if they've been around each other the likelihood of them probably maybe trying to copulate during that cool down is a lot higher i don't know and that so is, I, I mean, separate. Your, I your separate. bread lie of spring breeders. Are the yep. Brisbane's going to be winter breeders? Uh, no, they're going. I'm going to treat them like spring breeders because okay. they're so low. So because I'm going to treat them like the inlands and, and the Nick bread lie. Nick does that same thing. Uh, I don't know if Nick does that same thing, but uh, uh Michael Pinnell has done that same thing oh, okay. and had success. So because I figure since they're technically coastals on our end, that they would be winter breeders just like we treat some of these guys. And and I've had I've heard a lot of people say like that that most coastals are most coastals are winter breeders, but yeah. they I've heard a lot of people talk about, they don't have success with the Brisbane's doing cyclone oh, like that. I so, have no idea. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Michael Pinnell, uh, he brewmates, or I don't know if you call it brewmate. He, he cools them like he does his in. I mean, I've heard and, bread like and he has, 55, I get, I got my bread light down to 54 lad. Yeah. Last season. Which, if people don't know, we're in Texas, only in the winter, only hard, at nighttime. Man. That's nighttime, yeah. and that's me taking them out of my snake room, up into my spare bedroom on my upstairs with the window open, and like really trying to get them that yeah. cold. Like it's hard to get, like it's not easy to get them down to that degree. And I've and yeah. after I was on NPR, I had a bunch of people messaging me like, "You don't have to get them that cold." Well, I'm like, dude, my snakes are healthy. And Dude, I've had success. Go fuck yourself. Can you, can you please leave me the fuck me alone? Someone just told me that 55 kills corn snakes. So I just told him to go fuck themselves. Yeah, like you get – do I don't understand like how people have to put their two cents in like that all the time. I don't, if it, it works, it works, sense. motherfucker. If it works, it works and my shit's healthy, then yeah. um, you can keep to yourself. Success. Yeah. yeah. Just that's <laughs> like, the mark The evidence everyone, is there, yeah. brother. The evidence yeah. is there. So, But I'm going to treat them uh, – as far as time wise and cycling, like my Brisbane's, but I'm not, or like my Brettles, but I'm not going to take the Brisbane's down. They'll probably get I down know. to like 62, 63. And that's just, and that's just like a night. And, and, and same with the bread light. When I say 54, I mean, they got down to 54 and then they had a six hour window where the temperature was like 89, 90 degrees on a hot spot. And then the, the light goes out and, they're back down to no t no heat, and that's how I keep all my stuff during at nighttime. I don't keep any ambient or any uh, heat, hot any hot spots. Yeah, yeah, on on any of my stuff. So winter, summer, nothing. So nighttime, yeah, so sun goes down. It's it's cold. I was being selfish as far as asking about the coastals because maybe that would pertain to my jungles, but obviously it's a totally different. It's a little game. different. I I think that it's a little different. Yeah. 
I mean, for me, I'm looking maybe November start dropping that female down, and then, and I don't want to winter them. Also, kind of like you said, I don't want to keep them together all winter. Doesn't Howard sense, said he does, does that, and I want to feed kind of like just because I'm used to ball pythons. I want to keep, I want to introduce them, see what happens, then feed the female more, feed her more, and just pump her full <laughs> and introduce, introduce. Yeah. And See, and I've never bred them before, so I have no idea what I'm doing, but that's what I'm going to try. With it being a winter breeder, I don't know. Like, maybe do winter, like winter them together. When I say I don't winter them together, I just, like, so your winter breeder. Because you're not going to breed. Yeah, yeah going, in, your go, going, in into your, going into your breeding season for your winter breeder, they're not together, right? So treat, like, I treat the winter time for the bread lie like – fall for your winter breeder they're not together yeah. during that fall lead up time so why but you're keeping your bread lie exactly. together all spring or? yeah my my bread lie cohab until ovulation for me i freak I out i don't remove i freak I don't, out at the point let so. that's like i want to know exactly when they copulate i want to know exactly i put them in this time they locked up okay that's good take them out feed them Lock uh, up see, again. You're a micromanager. I want to see. I, <laughs> I want to know specifically. I, what is it that you hear? They say it's a benign neglect. I yeah. I practice benign neglect. I like do a it all other dude. times of the year besides when I put them do together. Do it, uh, it. My advice would be to do it when you put them together too, because like yeah. all you messing with them is gonna do is just irritate them and uh-huh. stress them to the fuck out. You know. But so. I I want control. You see, like <laughs> I want to know exactly. <laughs> I want to know that I'm doing something here. Well, you are. It's, it's going to be hard for me to keep them together all winter, knowing that I know that female's bigger, and she's going to hog the hot spot, and that male's going to be fucking around and fucking off and not getting yeah. heat. So I'm going to freak out a little bit. I mean, if one's going to get a respiratory infection, it's the male that you want to get a respiratory infection. I, don't mean, want it, man. I mean, you don't want either, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if it's during breeding season, the male's yeah. going to be a lot easier to get recovered. Um, speaking of doing something, I'm hungry. <laughs> How dare you? We've been talking for an hour and a half. I know. You gotta you... go two hours. No, we That's don't. That's gonna be almost nine o'clock. That's late. Late. Mainly because the restaurant I want to go to closes at nine o'clock. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> this it's is fine. what the main. I don't even. It's probably too late to go now. But we. I think this is. And Lily Pad knew it. Lily, Lily Pad has been a consistent watcher. She knows my hunger is usually what ends this podcast, which is true. But also, I know when Joe gets talking to a snake person, he could talk for five plus hours. Same with me. And so <laughs> I, I have to be the bad guy. But I mean, that's why, that's why we're doing it. That's we're why talk. we can have oh, people God. back. That's why it's awesome. We live. He in... doesn't live that close compared to everyone else. Austin, how long did it take you to get <laughs> it took here? Took me. A long time. Hours, it took dude. me almost three hours Forever. to get here. That's a lie. <laughs> Denton is not that. It's not that far, but with traffic and, and stuff, it's it takes a while. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not. I'm not I know you're hungry. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for coming. We will definitely have you back. <laughs> We're gonna go over there and talk. Yes. Yeah. You, you guys are always neighbor, welcome to come to my place. Go out there. We got to do that for sure. But okay, can you can you do the outro? Oh. Austin, plug all your shit. Uh, see me at Ragebeard Reptiles on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, best way to contact me is just message me through either of those. Uh, I'm pretty quick to respond. Um, 
And come buy some fucking snakes. That's pretty much it. So, portcitypythons.com, portcitypythons on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that shit. Thank you guys so much for listening. You're obviously listening right now, but if you are on the live streams, we put this on iTunes, Stitcher, all that other stuff where you find podcasts. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you later. Oh, Lilypad, what do you want to ask? Let's do it quick. Lilypad has one last question. That is true, but it will keep us going out for like a half hour <laughs> against her wishes. We usually like start the outro and it takes like 20 more minutes before you actually get off. <laughs> so Lilypad asks, have you shaved uh, your beard? Most you definitely, but I've had this beard for almost seven years now, so I don't plan on shaving it. I haven't had a clean get way out of style. I, I had this beard before it was in style. What if they stop selling wax in order to make your mustache make a good twirly? Uh, I'll have to make my own. I'm going to have bees here pretty soon, so I'll be able to do you'll that. Just stop showering. I'll just have my bees. Yeah, I'll just stop showering and just like get some dirt. Yeah, do it yourself. Respect. <laughs> Everyone. Thanks, <laughs> thank you everybody. Thanks so for listening. Bye. Later. Stop. I got to pee. It's really bad. Okay, yeah, I got to pee too. But we got two bathrooms.